Blog Talk Radio. Emanating from www.michaelnimmons.org, it's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us for yet another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. We are so, so excited uh, to be here on today, and we appreciate you spending this hour with us. You can listen live to our show, which airs Tuesdays from 8 to 9 p.m. from Blog Talk Radio, forward slash thinking out loud radio you can listen and watch live from our facebook fan page just go to facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio and you can stream the show live as we broadcast just know this that when you come on to the live stream share the feed on your facebook page so that others can see what's going on on our fan page as well. We want to be we want your friends, neighbors, co-workers to join in all the fun. And remember that we've also posted a link on our Facebook fan page where you can listen to the show in its entirety as we're broadcasting live right from Blog Talk Radio. So if there are any pre-recorded interviews or commercials that are going on that you might not uh, hear while you're viewing the show, you can you can always listen from that link, uh, blogtalkradio.com forward slash thinking out loud radio, and you won't miss any part of the show. And, of course, we're going to be giving shout-outs from our Facebook fan page all throughout the show. We are excited about this edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show because we have another very inspirational spotlight with my good friend and brother, Gerald Boykin, who is the founder of the We Are One Community Unity nonprofit organization. This is a great organization that gives food away to the homeless every Wednesday, and they also give away cars and houses That's right, I said houses to those that are in need. This, I'm telling you, is a powerful interview that you don't want to miss, so stay tuned. We're also going to be discussing our question of the week, which is, do you agree with gospel artists teaming up with secular artists to produce a gospel record? What are your thoughts? Just to give you some context, Tasha Cobbs Leonard teamed up with hip-hop artist Nicki Minaj to produce a gospel record entitled, I'm Getting Ready. And Tasha has been getting a lot of criticism and pushback from the Christian community regarding this collaboration. And we're going to get into this discussion in the second half of the show So stay tuned. A lot of things we're going to be talking about in this edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Remember, this is a call-in show, and you can call and talk to us directly. That's right, and ask a question or leave a comment. The phone number to call the show is 646-787-1615. That's right, the number again is 646-787-1615. Remember, Follow our social media accounts for the show. On Twitter, it's at TOL Radio Show. On Instagram, it's at the TOL Radio Show. And on our Facebook fan page, remember, it's at Thinking Out Loud Radio. Man, I am just excited about what's going to what's going to happen on this show, and I know you are too. 
in this week's edition of our current events, uh, President Trump, in just another mean-spirited attempt at undoing the good that was done during the Obama administration, rescinded the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, also known as the DACA, which allows certain illegal immigrants who entered this country as minors to receive a renewable two-year period of deferred action from deportation and eligibility for a work permit. President Trump rescinded this policy created by President Obama, which the DACA policy was designed to provide a path for illegal immigrants to gain their U.S. citizenship. President Obama said in a statement, according to Yahoo News, that this is about basic decency. The move was cruel and self-defeating. This is how you know President Trump's actions in Houston were genuine, because one act of generosity is typically carried over into another act of generosity. And the expectation was that when you saw the president in Houston attempting to comfort those who suffered loss during Hurricane Harvey, that he's getting it and that he's beginning to understand his role as comforter in chief. Nah, but you leave Houston and return to Washington with the inane idea of publishing a group Punishing, rather, a group of people without recourse or retribution, without rhyme or reason. It's crystal clear that we have a president that seems to be incapable of empathy on any level. He can't empathize or sympathize with anyone that is faced with mitigating circumstances. And you can see his true colors on how he feels about people in general by how he treats the immigrants that come to this country looking for a better life. Shame on you, Mr. President. Wow. Well, our thoughts and prayers also go out to the families of those that have been impacted by Hurricane Harvey, which started back on August 17th. Donations are pouring in from all across the country to the community of Houston and surrounding areas. Defensive end J.J. Watt from the Houston, Texas, has raised over $13 million. That's right, $13 million, including sending nine semi-trucks worth of supplies to the people of Houston who've been displaced during this terrible storm. What is great is that the donations and acts of kindness are coming from all across the country. Even my church, Greater Grace Temple, loaded a semi-truck full of supplies on Sunday that went out Monday to the people of Houston. And my pastor, Bishop Charles Ellis, wanted to make sure that the church did something to show our support and love for the communities that have been impacted by Hurricane Harvey. These acts of kindness go a long way in showing the love of Jesus Christ to the world. As we said in our Thinking Out Loud special edition, that's right, on last week we had a special edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show in addition to our regular Tuesday show. So you get two uh, thinking Out Loud radio shows for the price of one. That's right. <laughs> so if you missed it, you need to go back and listen to it. It's on iTunes, Google Play Music, and on TuneIn. But we said that this is a lighthouse moment for the church, where God not just uses natural disasters to get our attention, but there are also used uh, as ways for uh, God to to uh, show for for the church rather to show love to those who have been impacted and those who do not know God. Opportunities for the church to really show the love of God to a world that does not know God. So if you missed again our special edition on last week. You got to listen. You got to go back and listen. Go back and listen. It's on iTunes, Google Play Music, or tune in. And let us know. Give us some feedback on what your thoughts were on the special edition 
of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And finally, on this past weekend was the start of college football and what I consider to be one of the greatest weekends of the year. That's right. My MSU Spartans are back and looking to get our program back on track. Anybody that knows me knows that I'm a huge MSU fan, and my Saturdays in the fall are dedicated to college football. Do I have any college football fans out there? I know I do. (laughs) Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to get right into our interview with the founder of the We Are One Community Incorporated, Gerald Boykin. We'll be right back. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Purchase our book, Who Told You That You Were Naked, from our website, michaelnemons.org. Don't delay. Do it today. Also available on Amazon. Looking for a professional tax preparation and bookkeeping service? Look no further than Consumer Tax Clinic. This is a full-service tax preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with the IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Welcome back to this edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm so happy to have on this uh, edition of the very inspirational spotlight my good friend and founder of the We Are One Community Unity nonprofit organization, Gerald Boykin. Welcome to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Well, man, um, I'm, I'm honored to call in, man. You, you've always been an awesome individual, even, at, even as a kid. You know what I mean? Even <laughs> in high school, you were just always, you know, different, and you separated yourself from the crowd and uh, – you know, you could see the God in you as a as a child. You know what I mean. So just to see I you doing the things that. you're doing right now, man, it's it's unbelievable, and it's it's a blessing to be able to call you a friend. Oh you know, wow! So I had to call into the show, brother. How did you get started with your mission of benevolence? Man, you know, it was probably about seven years ago, where you know God started just working on me. You know, I mm-hmm. grew up. You know, in a church home, uh, knew the word, was drugged to church as a child. And, (laughs) you know, when you get into your, your, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, when you get into your um, late teens and your early 20s, you know, you get into the things of the world. You know, you got to figure some things out on your own. And that's exactly what happened, you know. Um, I lived a fun and exciting life. Um, I tell people nothing bad happened to me where, um, I said, oh, man, let me turn to God. Let me turn to Jesus. You know, right. I got into my early 30s, man, and like I say, things were rolling great, you know, um, you know, from the world's eyes. You know what I mean? I had the cars. I had the girls. I had the, the house, the boats, the jet skis, motorcycles. Um, right. But when you're living that life and you don't have God, you're filling a void that you can't fill with things. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, you know, God had been working on me, and um, one day I said, you know what, we're going to go down and feed the homeless. Now, the reason why I said we're going to go feed the homeless because a seed was planted in me when I was about 14 years old with my parents. 
and we went down one time and we fed the homeless with my dad and my mom, and it had a, a lasting effect on me. And I went back in my early 30s, probably about seven years ago, and we went down to feed the homeless, you know, uh, my brother and I and my neighbor across the street. And we went down, we probably made about 100, 150 lunches, I bought chips, cookies, waters, you know, my neighbor brought some things, and we went down, and I saw guys I went to school with, guys I played ball with, just people, men, women, children, and I said, you know what, if I'm blessed to a point where I can do this, I said, man, I, I need to do this at least once a week. So I didn't realize what I was doing or why I was doing it, but God was just working on me, you know what I mean? Right. So that was seven years ago, man. And wow. through feeding the homeless and doing different things in the community, it just, I grew spiritually, you know, and mm. I was able to, you know, be in a living example of Christ for other people to see as I was growing myself. Wow. So, so it didn't just stop at feeding the homeless because you know how God works. He just wants to see you being obedient. And when he saw I was being obedient, he could trust me. He just increased the territory. Mm. Um, so we started giving cars away around Christmas time to families who didn't have vehicles. And, you know, people joke with me. They call me the uh, Detroit hood Oprah, you know, <laughs> just giving cars and houses away. But one thing that, that people got to realize, man, I don't have money like that. I don't, I don't have the wealth I had years ago. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, right. I put my construction company on hold. And I just started walking in my purpose. And I kind of I kind of asked God, I said, all right, you want me to do this? Well, you make it happen. Because I'm going to walk in and I'm going to walk in it all the way, but I need you to make it happen. So I haven't been gainfully employed in over five years. You wow. know, people call me for work to do kitchens, basements, and different things, but it gets in the way of my purpose and it gets in the way of the things that God wants me to do. So... The money I do get, I give 85% of the money I get away. Um, you know, I put it towards the food truck. I put it towards the different cars we do, the different houses we fix up, families. Um, we're not funded. You know, I don't get grants and a bunch of money to do these things, you know, but I do them because people need to see how powerful the love of God is. They Absolutely. Need to see people being blessed at the bus stop with a car. You know, they need to see families being blessed with new cars for Christmas. They need to see people getting blessed with a house fully furnished with TVs in every room so people can see just how good God is, you know. Wow, And Because wow. a lot of people have given up on God. Like, you know, God ain't doing it for me, you know. Um, I don't even believe in church no more. It's all a racket. You know, the right. preachers ain't no good. Ain't nobody no good. No. You know, it's real. You know what I mean? Right. But right. people don't understand to to activate that goodness that God has, you gotta activate righteousness. You gotta live a righteous life. If you mm. out here sinning like everybody else, then you can't get the goodness that God got for you. You know, so you shouldn't even expect him to bless you in ways that you don't deserve to be blessed in if you're not living a righteous life. You know, wow. so um when I pray for folks, man, that I'm I'm blessing these people with you know, because I have to be careful with the things that I'm giving them. Because it's been a few times that I blessed some people with some things and God didn't want them to have it. Mm. And sometimes God has them on an island for a reason. And you go blessing somebody that he don't want to be blessed and you can mess them up. Mm. You know, so I'm really careful with the things that I do, how I do them. And I make sure I'm praying to make sure, okay, Lord, is this who you want me to get his car to? Is this who you want me to get his house to? You know, is this who you want me to bless with this money right now? You know, because right. I don't want to do it just to be a blessing and say, oh, look what we did. I want to make sure I'm doing it for the Lord first and foremost, but I want to make sure I'm helping this person and not hurting them. You know, because you can get some things that you're not ready for and it can kill you. Mm. You know? So, man, That's so I mean, true. God has been awesome. You know, he's been just, uh, making a way out of no way, um, I'm a living testament of it because um, I don't even know how we feed the homeless every week. 
You know, sometimes I don't have money to put gas in the food truck. Sometimes I don't wow. have money to buy the food, you know, but he sends people every week, and we always have more than enough, you know. Um, I don't know if you saw on Facebook, man, uh, one of the houses that we're going to fix up that was donated, it was getting ready to be foreclosed on for taxes. Mm-hmm. And when I got the property, it had taxes on it already. So, man, we were able to raise $2,800 in two days to save this property. Wow. Only God could do that, you know. So when people see the ways that, that we're being blessed, this organization is being blessed, I want them to know and realize I'm not out here sleeping with a bunch of women. I'm not out here doing things that's not right. I'm not out here living an unrighteous life. You know, I'm doing things, I'm doing them for the Lord, I'm doing them to be pleasing to the Lord, and that's why I'm being blessed the way I'm being blessed. That's why the people around me are getting the overflow. You know what people say, your cup runneth over? Mm -hmm. It runs over on the people that's around you. You know what I mean? And that's what's happening. Because although I don't have money, man, he got me looking richer than I ever been. <laughs> you know, with with nothing. He got me looking like I'm a million bucks, you know. So right. I, you know, I'm thankful, I'm grateful. Um, I'm excited for the things that uh this organization is getting ready to do. And uh you know, it's just time to take it to another level, man, and do these things, you know, doing for the Lord. And uh, bless these people in ways they don't even realize they could be blessed. You know that is awesome. So that's what we that's what we're getting ready to do for uh, 2018, and even this year we're gonna close it out with a bang. Um, you said something to me that um, you know in our initial conversation off the air. Um, you said that you know in the mornings you really you, your your days you don't know what where God <laughs> is going to lead you. What yeah, you're going to be man. doing day by day? Kind of, kind of elaborate on that. Explain what 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 that means. You know when what, you man? Talk about that. I'm I'm thankful for the life that I get to live. You know, and and it's really walking by faith. Like I don't mm. know what my day is going to look like. You know, it's it's amazing, dude. The things that I uh, run across on a daily basis, man. But when I wake up in the morning. You know, I, I I pray and I say, okay. When I pray, I talk to God like I'm talking to you. Right. Like like that's my guy. You right. know, we talk and we kick it. And I say, all right, Lord, what you want me to do? You know, where mm. you want me to go? You know, who you want me to be a blessing to? And wow. I don't get my instruction right away. You know, sometimes he's like, sit down. There's some stuff you need to take care of with yourself. And then he might say, okay, jump in your truck. And I'm pretty much led every day, you know. I get in my truck and start riding, and I end up somewhere. And when it, when it's all said and done, I know I was supposed to be there. I know wow. that's exactly where God wanted me to be. And, um, you know, I put some things on Facebook and Instagram just to, you know, share some of the testimonies. But, um, man, it, it blows my mind, Mike on just how he's using me because I'm like, that's my thing. I say, man, use me. Use me. Use me however you want to use me. You know, help me to be a blessing to somebody today. So I don't know what my day is going to consist of, man. When you called me earlier today, I woke up and I called my, my oldest sister, and I told her, I said, let's go test drive some trucks because she said she wanted a new truck. And I said, sometimes you got to go test drive some vehicles so God can know what you want. And so you can know what you want and so you can start praying for it. Now, we went and test drove some vehicles with no money. Right. And it's not the first time we went and did it because I did the same thing with a buddy of mine. And the story he told me, man, blew my mind. We went and test drove a truck uh, two weeks before he ended up really getting it. Because, man, God needed to know exactly what he wanted, and so did he, so he could pray for it. And the way he got this vehicle was nothing but God, you know. Mm. So I'm praying that, you know, my sister can um, experience the same thing, man. We just got to know what we want, man. We got to pray for the things we want and uh, work towards them and just pray that God is going to work it out and just be ready for the blessings that he's going to bless us with. Uh, we're actually being honored um, September the 5th at 10 o'clock with the Spirit of Detroit Award from the um, uh, City Council President. That's you know, awesome. Jones, you know, she, 
you know, she called me and was just excited about the things we were doing and wanted to know how she can help and said, you know, you know, we want to uh, honor you in this way. So we're going to have the whole crew down there, and I'm a blessing shirts, man, receiving this reward. And, um, well, award. Right. Um, so excited, excited, man. That's something to be excited about, you know, um, that 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 God has just, you know, really um, inspired you to, you know, to uh, to be a blessing to somebody, and that you have made it a commitment, you know, to yourself that this is what you're going to do. You're going to walk in obedience. You're going to do exactly what God has put in your place in your mind to do, and and do it to the best of your ability. And, and, and I like how you say, you know, I started out, you know, just, just having faith and believing that God is going to going to do it. And, and if I, Mm -hmm. you know, if if we started out with the money, then I wouldn't pray as hard. And, and money does that. You know, Mm -hmm. when you have the finances, then you don't need God as much, but what you, what what I believe you're saying in essence is that, not only is it not only is is what you're doing helping other people, but it's also helping you. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, it builds my faith every day. You know, mm. I don't know if you got a chance to read. Well, you read that story about the uh, about being the young over, lady put over by mm-hmm. the uh, Hazel Park Police. Yeah. Yep. Um, man, I had to share that testimony because of just the way it made me feel. That was you an know? awesome testimony. You mind just kind of Man. summarizing that for for our for our listeners, right quick? You know what I will. I'll, uh, I'll give you a little bit. Uh, about three months ago, when I was working on the house that we just gave away to the homeless family, um, I was driving up Eight Mile and I got pulled over. And I've been walking in faith so much, and I just had so much favor that I said, "Man, Lord, why you why you let me get pulled over by the police?" You <laughs> know, I said it and thought it real quick, and then I was like, "Okay, whatever." So. Uh, the officer came to my window, and um, it was an officer I had been pulled over uh, by several times, you know, in Ferndale, you know, over the years, you know, through my 20s and 30s. So he said, yeah, uh, you were speeding a little bit. And I'm like, I, I really wasn't speeding, but I didn't argue with him. You know, we talked. I said, man, you look familiar, and we had small talk. So he went to check my license, and he came back and said it was suspended. And I, I had no idea. He said, yes, yeah, for some parking tickets from back in 06. Um, that weren't paid. So it was kind of a blessing that he pulled me over because I had no idea that my license was suspended. So um, he gave me two tickets, and I, you know, I said, okay, thanks. I appreciate you not taking me to jail, impounding my truck, and, you know, really giving me a problem today. So I got out the truck, and, you know, this is rare for an officer to even let you get out your vehicle. But um, this is the favor I had with this officer. Um, I went to the back of my truck and opened my tailgate, and I said, I got something for you. So I gave him a I'm a Blessing shirt. And I said, do you have a family? And he said, yeah, I got two daughters. So I gave the, you know, gave him two shirts for his daughters as well. And um, he was just happy and pleased. And we started talking about the kids, you know, for another 20 minutes. And, you know, he was just talking about how thankful he was the guy for his daughters. And I said, you know what, Lord, okay, this was cool. I'm glad I got pulled over. Um, I put the ticket in my sun visor, and I forgot about it. You know, I said, okay. Got pulled over. All right, it's cool. The officer was great. Maybe he needed to, to realize that he was a blessing. Maybe he needed T-shirts or whatever. I don't know. You know, whatever your will is. So the court date wasn't for another three months. Um, this past Friday was a court date. So I had my daughter, and I was doing a lemonade stand with her. I had promised her I was going to do. And then I realized I got a court date. So I called into the court uh, house, told them, I said, I had my daughter, you know, I forgot about the court date. I'll be there shortly. The lady said, okay, come on in. I get there. She says, you can't bring your daughter into the courtroom. And I said, well, I just talked to you on the phone and, and told you I was bringing my daughter. She said, I know, but I didn't realize what you were saying. So she said, if you can't find a sitter, uh, they're going to issue a warrant for your arrest. And it's going to look as if you didn't appear. And I said, even though I'm right here right now, she said, yeah. I said, okay, uh, let me figure something out. So I leave out, and I call a buddy of mine that lives very close by. He gets there five minutes, um, sitting there with my daughter. He had his son with him. 
and I go back into the courthouse, and I run up, and she says, wow, that was quick. I say, yeah, so she rushes me in the courtroom, and I'm sitting there, and I'm listening to the uh, court hearing, you know, proceedings. So it's about four people in front of me, and right before it was my turn to come up, they usher in some people that were in jail. And it's a young lady in handcuffs, um, about 24 years of age, and she's, uh, she gets in front of the judge, man, and she's sobbing. And she's just so sorry, and she's embarrassed, and she couldn't stop crying. And, and, the, and she kept apologizing for crying. And she said, I'm just embarrassed. This isn't like me. You know, I, I want so much more for myself. Um, I'm just in a bad situation. I got bad people around me, and I need help. And the uh, judge was very compassionate. And um, he told her, he said, you know, when, you're, when, when people come in here and they don't cry, um, it shows me that they're used to the system and this is nothing to them. And then he said, I can also see fake tears and I see yours is real. So as he's saying this, I'm like, wow, this is awesome for him to say this and, and even give her a personal bond and say, you know, I'm going to give you probation. Um, you know, get yourself together. This young lady went on to say, you know what, I really need some help because I, I smoke marijuana daily and I need help to stop so I can, you know, follow my dreams. And when she said this, I said, wow, all I'm doing is seeing a young woman that needed the Lord. So mm. when I get ready to come up, um, I'm walking up to the bench, and the judge says, oh, man, I love your shirt. And I'm like, thanks. You know, and I told him, I said, you know, this is a, a food ministry. We do different things in the community. That's what I'm a blessing is all about. So he looks for a minute. He said, ah, oh, I saw you on the news. He said, man, that was awesome what you did, you know. Um, keep it up. So we go on, and, and um, he he says, well, I tell him before we even start, I said, you know, the young lady who went before me, he said, I said, if it's all right, I would love to help her, um, you know, with some counseling or just kind of see what's going on with her and help her out. He looked at me and he said, oh, man, that, that, that'd be good. You know, thank you. So um, we went on with my court case, and he asked me a question before we got started. He said, man, so where do you work? How do you do the things that you do? And I smiled, and I said, man, I'm just, I'm blessed. I didn't say man, I said, you're honest. <laughs> I said, I'm blessed, and God just blesses me. I said, um, I haven't had gainful employment in five years, but every time I swipe my debit card, I have just what I need, and um, wow. he just blesses me. So he looked at me, and he, he didn't say anything. So um, we talk about my court case, and, and he dismissed one. And said, well, you got to pay $150 fine. I said, okay, thank you. And I went down to meet the young lady. Uh, when I went down, I was thinking, I said, let me go get some shirts out the car to give to the judge and some of the ladies in the court uh, room, you know, in the office. I run out, get some, get some shirts, and I come back in, and the judge is standing there. So he shakes my hand, and he says, you know, thank you for uh, wanting to help that young lady. And he said, you know what? When you told me that God just blesses you, he said, I believe you. So I'm like, wow. You know, he's shaking my hand, looking at me like, man, I believe you. He said, you know what, my court clerk, she looked over at me when you left and said, I believe him too. Mm. So I'm like, okay. I said, this is this is something bigger than, than what I'm really realizing. Right. So he leaves, and he's standing in the office, and a young lady walks in. So I shake her hand. I say, hey, I'm Jerry Boykin, and I heard your court you know, case, and I just wanted to come off with some help, you know, to you and some assistance. So she goes on, and she starts telling me about her court troubles, and I just stop her. I just cut her short. And I didn't realize the people in the, in the office were listening because I wasn't talking loud. I was just talking so she could hear me. And I said to her, I said, you know what? It's, it's not even about um, what happened, you know. It's, a, it's really about some things you need to get straightened out with God. And she looked at me, man, and she just broke down in tears. So she's mm. sobbing, and everybody's looking. And I said, you know, it's not an accident that I ran into you. I said, I wasn't even supposed to be here at the time you came in. I was supposed to be here at 9 o'clock. I said, you see what time it is. And she said, I don't have nobody. I said, stop saying that. I said, you got God. That's your heavenly father. And I said, he just sent me in here to help you and assist you. So I gave her the shirt that said, I'm a blessing. Man, she looked at it, and she just couldn't stop crying. So, mm. um, you know, I gave her a hug. I said, listen, you got my number, my contact. Text me your info. I'll be in touch with you. So I, I walk out the courtroom, man, and I, it, it, it hit me. 
You know, I'm like, wow. You know, like that's what I got pulled over for. You know, I said, man, it's it's heavy. You know, like like Lord, you use me like this. Mm. You know, this is how you use me. So, you know, I got myself together, went out to get my daughter out the car, and I'm walking to the car, and I pick her up, and I'm walking to my truck, and my phone rings, and um, it's the courthouse, and they said, hey, Mr. Boykin, I said, yes, Mr. Pete. It said the judge uh, said he wanted to waive all your fines. He wanted to dismiss <laughs> any penalties you had. Wow. Dude, I, it blew me away. That's your you know, confirmation right there. See, yeah, yeah. When you see God doing things like that, you know he's in control. Well, man, we're going to end the interview right here, but we thank you so much for being a part of this and you know, you you are definitely a blessing uh, to to this community, and and uh, I just pray that God continues to expand your territory, enlarge your territory, enlarge your resources, so that you're able to bless even more people. Because what I think our community needs is more people like yourself. Thank you for being on the Thinking Out Loud radio. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Helen Keller once said, the only thing worse than being blind is having sight but no vision. What a truly profound and compelling statement. Our book entitled Vision is strategically designed to give you the tools you need to see yourself and your future in a whole new way. Vision, coming soon. Visit michaelnemons.org for more details. It's their birthday, and need a great present for that special someone? Call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specializes in all-occasion custom baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs at 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. We're back. And I hope you enjoyed our very inspirational person spotlight featuring my good friend and brother, founder of the We Are One Community Unity Incorporated, Gerald Boykin. I truly enjoyed talking with him about his faith and his ministry of benevolence. And what's ironic is that we taped this interview three weeks ago, and he told me that or oh, I told him, rather, that we're going to be recording the interview for a future show. And in the interview, Gerald said that on September 5th, his organization was going to be honored with the Spirit of Detroit Award from the Detroit City Council. And it didn't even register with me when he said it. But I was definitely proud of him for that. But here we are three weeks later when I'm prepping for this week's show, and I've already uh, let Gerald know that this week we're going to be airing his interview. So as I'm listening to his interview while editing it, and I realize that today is September 5th, which is not just the day our show airs, but it's also the same day that Gerald and the We Are One Community Organization receives their Spirit of Detroit Award. Congratulations. This wasn't planned out, not by me at least, but God certainly wanted Gerald and the We Are One Community Unity Incorporated nonprofit organization to be recognized today for what they're doing in the community. We definitely need more people like them. And I'm just so happy that God allowed us to play a small part in um, in, in this happening and making this happen. Congrats again 
to you, Gerald, and the We Are One community family. Another thing that really struck me about Gerald's interview um, was the story about how he was pulled over by the Hazel Park police and finding out how his driver's license was suspended and he would have to appear in court to get his taken care of. Uh, care of. And, of course, you heard how he was in court and he heard the case about the young woman that was in desperate need of help and how God used him to help her. And the part that struck me the most was how God thought so much of this young woman and wanted so badly for her to get the help that she needed that he caused Gerald to get pulled over. And the blessing also included him because he had no idea that he was driving around on a suspended license. So he called a court for the court date, and it was scheduled three months out, which just so happened to be the same day that this young lady would be standing in front of the same judge pleading her case. And because Gerald was obedient to the voice of the Lord and offered to help this young lady, not only did she get the help she needed from someone that truly has the heart of God, but Gerald got blessed in return as well because the judge dismissed one charge and then ultimately waived the $150 fine for the suspended license. What a mighty God we serve. This story demonstrates to me the tremendous love that God has for us and how he would allow two complete strangers paths to cross just so that his will can be fulfilled in both of their lives. What an amazing testimony. I'm getting chills just thinking about it. I hope you enjoyed this interview as much as I did. Well, we're going to take another quick quick commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to get right into our question of the day. That's right. Do you agree with gospel artists teaming up with secular artists to produce a gospel record? We're going, to get, we're going to get your thoughts on the other side of the break. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Welcome to the inaugural edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. As promised, we're going to be talking about your president. That's right, your president, Donald Trump. I mean, Trump or Trump. What did I say? <laughs> you know what I mean. Just recently, Angela Rye, in a recent interview on CNN about the meeting Donald Trump Jr. had with Russian officials in Trump Tower during his father's presidential campaign, she said, in essence, we're talking about your president. The Thinking Out Loud radio show is now available on TuneIn, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Subscribe today. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Right, we're back. I said it was going to be a quick break. Didn't I say that? Well, we're back. <laughs> and I said before the break, we're going to be discussing our question of the week, which is, do you agree with gospel artists teaming up with secular artists to produce a gospel record? So let me add a bit of context to the mix for those who are just tuning in or haven't heard what's going on. Maybe you've been you know, out of the loop or something. Tasha Combs Leonard, you know, the gospel artist who sings Break Every Chain, which is one of my favorite songs. She recently teamed up with hip hop artist Nicki Minaj to produce a gospel record called I'm Getting Ready. It's a good song. Nice up-tempo beat. Nicki Minaj even does a good job with her part of the song as well. You see, I think it's a well-produced song. However, I'm not saying that I completely agree with the teaming up of gospel artists with secular artists to produce a gospel record for a number of different reasons. But before I get to those, let me continue offering more context about this story. Tasha Cobbs Leonard has received a great deal of pushback and backlash regarding this song and has come out and offered a response 
according to an article posted by CP Entertainment entitled, Tasha Cobbs Leonard responds to critics of Nicki Minaj's collaboration with Bible Verse. Okay, in this article, Tasha Cobb Leonard shares a meme on her Instagram page that showed church attendees with shock expressions. The caption on the meme says, when Saints found out that Tasha Cobb Leonard and Nicki Minaj finally did a gospel track together. The 36-year-old gospel music singer added a caption to the meme sharing Romans 14 and 1. From the Message Bible, which says, welcome with open arms, fellow believers who don't see things the way you do and don't jump all over them every time they do or say something you don't agree with. Even when it seems that they're strong on opinion, but weak in the faith department, Cobb shared. Remember, they have their own history to deal with. Treat them gently. I mean, those are poignant words, and, and, and I agree with most of them. Instead of offering a direct response, Tasha decided to give us a scripture from the Message Bible, Bible which she believes provides in layman's terms her exact sentiments concerning the controversy surrounding the song. So people, feel free to chime in with your comments or posts on Facebook. Remember, this is a live call-in show. Call us. 646-787-1615. We'll be more than happy to take your phone call. Post a comment. Let us know what your thoughts are. Give us a call while the phone lines are still open. We also saw a video that was posted by Pastor John Gray, who seemed to get really upset with those who would criticize Tasha Cobbs Leonard for including Nicki Minaj on her song. He said, Who's allowed to worship God? You don't get to tell people who can and can't worship God. If Nikki wants to worship God through her gift, then let her do it. You don't know how long the process of salvation and sanctification is. Your salvation has nothing to do with how long the process is to become like Christ. That's the job of the Holy Ghost. Church folk are Always good judges of other people's sins and great lawyers of their own. <laughs> I love though, I love that last part there. I mean, it's true. Church folks are good judges of other people's sins and they're great lawyers of their own. I'm gonna have to use that one. So in essence, Pastor Gray is saying that all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, and so because all have sinned. No one has the right to judge another person's relationship with God. And in a sense, he's right. The ratio of our relationship with God is one to one, which means that it's between him and I. So you don't really know how close or how far from God I am based on what you see on the outside. That's true. And and there was a part in Pastor Gray's comments that I didn't include where he talked about some of the struggles and issues that gospel artists have, and yet they continue to produce gospel music. Their problems or personal issues have not precluded them from continuing to produce and sing gospel music. So why should we judge Nicki Minaj? And I get what he's talking about. I get where he's coming from. He's saying in one sense, because, yes, we don't know of those who profess to have a relationship with God where their relationship is with them. And yet we continue supporting their music, even in spite of some of the things we know about their personal life. But I believe where he and I part ways is that despite what relationship Nicki Minaj has with God, and we're not here on to confirm whether she has one or not, but the message in the songs that she sings as a hip-hop artist are diametrically opposed to everything God's word stands for and represents. So then how can someone who does profess to have a relationship with God both in their life and in their music team up with someone who may profess to have a relationship with God in private, but in public, her life doesn't reflect what, it's, what she seems to profess. What kind of message are we as a church sending to the world? Everyone has the right and the privilege to praise God because he certainly has done something for everybody that is worthy of the praise. 
I wonder what your thoughts are. Feel free, again, to chime in. Call us, 646-787-1615 is the phone number. We want to know what your thoughts are. But the part that disturbs me the most is how defensive the church has become of the world and its actions when it comes to their involvement with the church and how silent the church is when the world misrepresents the church when it comes to their understanding or misunderstanding of God's word. The church seems to want so badly to be accepted by the world and to be validated by the world so it will defend songs like these and collaborations like these because we want so badly for the world to accept us and to appreciate us. But the Bible says those that will live godly in Christ shall suffer persecution. Jesus lived a rejected life, not just by the church, but even from the world that he came to save. We should never misinterpret God's love for us as a lack of a standard, which I really believe is the underlying message in all of this. The world thinks that because God loves everybody, that he doesn't have a standard anymore. No, that's not true. Yes, God does love everybody, but he still has a standard. I want to get your thoughts. Feel free, again, to call us, 646-787-1615 is the phone number. We're going to take our last break for the show, and when we come back, we're going to give you our thought of the week. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Looking for a professional tax preparation and bookkeeping service? Look no further than Consumer Tax Clinic. This is a full-service tax preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with the IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Purchase our book, Who Told You That You Were Naked, from our website, michaelnimmons.org. Don't delay. Do it today. Also available on Amazon. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. As we uh, get ready to wrap the show for uh, this week, uh, our thought of the week comes from Matthew, the 25th chapter, verses 31 through 46. And in the interest of time, we just ask that you read that uh, that scripture there to really get insights into what our thought of the week is. But we're just going to kind of skip around a little bit. And in, in verse 35, Jesus says these words, For I was a hungered, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me in. Naked, and ye clothed me. I was sick. And ye visited me. I was in prison, and ye came unto me. Verse 34, let me back up a bit. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. And then he skipped down to verse 41. Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angel, for I was a hungered, and ye gave me no meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me not in naked, and ye clothed me not sick, and in prison, and ye visited me not. 
This scripture is so apropos, given the current climate of benevolence that our nation is undertaking regarding the victims of Hurricane Harvey. As I said in the special edition of our show, we talked about this being a lighthouse moment. God doesn't just use these types of natural disasters to get our attention, but he also uses them as a way for the church to show the love to those who do not know him. And just as the scripture says in verse 45, then shall he answer them saying, verily I say unto you, inasmuch as ye did it not to one of the least of these, ye did it not to me. So here God is saying that when you do not do it for the least of these, ye also has not done it unto me. He makes himself the central figure in this scripture to draw attention to the impact of our aid to those who cannot do for themselves. And as I said again, during our special edition, the church should always be at the forefront of showing the love of God to those who do not know him. The church should always be leading the way and leading the charge to demonstrating the love of Jesus Christ. I'm reminded of the poignant words of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. in his famous self-proclaimed eulogy entitled The Drum Major Instinct. In it, he articulates the true merits of his legacy, the one that he wants everyone to remember. If I can help somebody as I, as I pass along, and if I can cheer someone with a word or song, if I can show someone who's traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. If I can do my duty as a Christian, Lord, if I can bring salvation to a world once wrought, if I can teach the message as the master taught, then my living will not be in vain. I don't know about you, but I don't want my living to be in vain. I pray these words bless you on today and even throughout the rest of the week. Let us continue praying for those who have been impacted by Hurricane Harvey. And if you're able to donate something towards this cause, please do so. It's one thing to pray, uh, which is great, and it's always in order. But it's another thing entirely when you put action behind your prayer. The Bible says faith without works is dead. One thing to remember, nobody can do everything, but everybody can do something. Find a way to do something. Again, I want to thank and I want to give special thanks to Gerald Boykin and the We Are One Community Unity family for being on the show today. Uh, you can visit We Are One Community Unity website at imablessing.org. Stop by there. They their gift they give food away every Wednesday, uh, beginning at 11 a.m. on the corners of Woodward Avenue and Peterborough, just west of Woodward Avenue right across from Cots. You can find out how to get involved and even get one of their I'm a Blessing t-shirts. I got one myself to show your support for what they're doing in the community. I mean that is they are truly a blessing uh in in, in a lot of in a lot of great ways and uh you really need to find a way to volunteer and support the cause. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast for the to the show on iTunes, Google Play Music, and tune in. Follow us on Twitter at TOL Radio Show and Instagram at the TOL Radio Show, and like our Facebook fan page at Thinking Out Loud Radio. If you are an entrepreneur that would like to advertise with us, send us an email at contact at michaelnimmons.org. We've got some affordable advertising packages for you. Please do that. We want to support you, and we want you to be a part of the Thinking Out Loud radio show family. Well, I'm glad that you tuned in to this hour show, and I hope that you got something out of it. Tell somebody about what's going on on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And until next time, same time, same station, next week we'll be back with another Power Pack show just for you. So until next time, if you think it, then you can believe it. If you believe it, then you'll see it. If you can see it, then you'll be it. If you can be it, then you'll achieve it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. 
It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Went through.